Okay, welcome to today's Central Asia Live, where we take a look at social changes and issues affecting daily life in the region. My name is Bermet Talant, and this talk is hosted by Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty. RFERL has more than 200 journalists from the region and provides news in all five local languages, as well as Russian and English. Before the COVID pandemic forced international borders shut, the Central Asian countries pinned their hopes on international tourism to bring revenues and create jobs. Governments relaxed visa rules and invested in promotion. Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan, for instance, flew dozens of foreign influencers in to boost their image on social media. The World Nomad Games, the Olympics for ethnic sports hosted by Kyrgyzstan, were a big success too, bringing in foreign athletes and spectators and making international headlines. The number of visitors grew. Some glowing reviews appeared in the media. CNN called Uzbekistan a top travel destination for 2020, while Tajikistan was featured in a New York Times article among the, be the best places to visit that year. Since then, flights have resumed the borders have reopened, and COVID-19 restrictions have been lifted. But the tourism industry in Central Asia doesn't seem to be fully back on its feet yet. Today we're talking about how things are going for the sector this summer, usually a peak tourist season, at least in parts of the region. Joining us today, Umeda Kurbanbekova, a guide from Tajikistan who runs her own travel agency, and Azamat Mamatali Ulu, also a mountain guide, as well as a photographer from Kyrgyzstan. Great to have you both here today. Before we continue, if you have a question or a comment, you can press request in your Twitter mobile app and we'll bring you in, or you can send a direct message to at RVRL or reply to a tweet pinned in this space. Hi, Azamat. This is a busy time of the year for you. Tell us where where you are and what is it like there? Uh, hello. Uh, hello, all of you. So let's check the signal first because I'm on the mountain and I'm not sure, like, uh, can you hear me or not? Yes, we can hear you very well. So tell uh, us where you are and what is it like there? Uh, so uh, I am sitting on the mountain, which is called village, which is called Murdash, uh, one of the best uh, destination, one of the best and beautiful destinations in the Alai Mountains uh, in North District, south part of Kyrgyzstan. And uh, I, I'm sitting here because uh, this is the only place where I can normally Okay, okay, your, yeah, your, your, so your, your connection yeah. is uh, breaking out actually a little bit. Uh, okay. So I will try to uh, sit not moving. Uh, we have our family. We have uh, a youth camp in two different places, and we I organize uh, trekking, hiking, cultural um, tours to my village and uh, overall to all the mountains. And right now, I I can see uh, the most beautiful mountains in Malai. So it's beautiful here. And right now we have tourists from Israel, one family. They are resting now in the village as we had an amazing hiking tour yesterday here. And yeah. Amazing. So you started working in tourism in 2019, right before the pandemic. Could you tell us how much your work has changed over the past three years? Uh, yeah. So uh, actually, if you ask any guide or 
travel company like uh, representative like what's the what's the best uh, travel like tourism season in your life everyone um, definitely will answer like 2016 it was the best ever season for all of for, for me for all of people you know and uh, yeah you know, I don't remember even a day without the tour without like tour working with stories yeah 2019 was the peak of the tourism season in Kyrgyzstan and like you know when you go to Sarichalek when you go just to Osh uh, or when you know, Osh Bazaar you will definitely meet a lot of tourists so yeah like it was kind of really amazing at that year but comparing to 2021 this year like, uh, it's like can't uh, even uh, combine last seasons with uh, 2019 it was amazing we uh, USA and, and uh, with Australia, New Zealand, you know, it was really amazing. Okay, so your connection actually isn't great. So I would like to get back to you a bit later. Uh, maybe it will improve. Um, Umeda, you've been in this business for much longer, for over 20 years. What brought you into it? <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Have a nice day. My name is Umeda, so just now to talk about my experience, I think it's too much long because I have very hard way on this destination because the tourism is very young in our site. I mean, so until 20 years in my experience, I'm continued to upgrade, to develop, to my... Um, experience because I think the tourism uh, is the that system which is cannot stay and we cannot working on it with the old experience or as they did before in uh, uh, Soviet Union just now uh, everywhere we should to try more have advertised and of course to uh, preparing good specials because the main is uh, all concise from the specials. This is my own opinion. And uh, about so, how did you how did you start in this business? Uh, you started in two thousand one. Yeah, uh, I, I when I graduated my university, I'm interpreter of English language. Uh, first time when the people, uh, of course, I'm going for the practice to administration of president in the department for translate, to be a translator. Then uh, as a, my character, I don't like to have any <laughs> uh, government uh, offices to working. So to the, my day was very not interesting. And I, first time when I go for a practice to Republican, uh, this is only one of our old organization, which was uh, founded by government for excursion and tourism. I will start, uh, I will start my ex uh, tourism experience there as a, just only working by, by preparing foreigner passports for our people. And uh, after a few times, maybe every day I say to my parents, I, I cannot work in this way. But when I'm... Um, when I come to this river, I always called my system as a river. 
and to learning how to swim in the right way, it was very difficult for me. But when I start to learning how to be free for myself, to have enough time for spending time for my family, uh, I'm choosing the tourism because um, it's very difficult. But in that time, I was just only one maybe between all old organization, new uh, specialists. And of course, it was very difficult to have uh, cooperation with a great specialist. And uh, it was very hard to learning. But when I need maybe five years, I'm just, um, uh, I spent five my years to, to start to understand what is this tourism and how to do it. First eight years, I'm where I'm practicing on the outbound tourism. Then in one day when I stop, and find myself uh, so to promote country which is very famous. I think it's very easy, but is it possible to promote my motherland? Because it's uh, you know we are in the middle of Central Asia. In some country, when I'm traveling, they don't know where we are. So, and I'm trying to change to change my direction and start. Mm-hmm. First, my course, it was in uh, where the UNESCO support um, Uzbek tourism from the Central Asia, Turkmenistan, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, and China. First, my uh, experience was as a, as a studying how to be international guide. Uh, then, uh, after pass pass my exams, I uh, find another course for uh, become as an trainer for preparing international guide. Why? Because we have too much difficult with the specialists in the guiding. Because my <laughs> opinion, the guide is a ambassador of our culture, of our ethnography, historical. And of course, I'm starting from the very, very first steps again. Five years I spent for learning what is this tourism, then Till mm-hmm. now, I'm uh, doing million kinds of exchange exchange program. I'm alumni of American Embassy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For so, how is um? I wonder how is your business doing before the pandemic? Could you tell us? You just yeah. heard Azamat saying that yeah. 2019 was an amazing year. What was no, it like for you? For us, 2019 was not amazing. It was normally as we have program, but uh, for us, the best case it was in 2000. 15. We have more than eight, uh, if in a um, so in money, more than eight million income. You know, it was very great. And maybe at home, I only from the full season, I was staying maybe 10 or 12 days. It we was too much busy. And after 2015 until 2018, it was great. Then in 2019. Mm-hmm. Our president uh, make a new order to make a free 53 countries to have a without visa they can enter to us. But mm-hmm. as you know, we are bordering with Afghanistan. Of course, always our government is uh, checking for the safe. Mm-hmm. And so how how things have been? So how things have been since the <coughs> pandemic began? Uh, how are you doing now? Oh, in pandemic, <clears throat> um, 
this is, uh, if I will tell the pandemic is very bad, uh, it's mean I couldn't tell anything because from one side, pandemic make us more uh, awake. So don't thinking so tourism will uh, develop year by year. So you should have like this problem. And of course, we start to teach each other to our team how to work. So we are trying to supporting domestic tourism. And of course, we are writing uh, to many uh, international organizations. So to be with us as a donor, to we are doing my own company. We are doing first um, development for new itineraries in pandemic period. Nine months I, I was working on it. And uh, of course, half... Um, uh, half of this project I'm doing by myself, half is USAID, Future Grow Identitive, they help to us. And uh, mm-hmm. one month ago, I finished this, my project, and just now I'm ready to uh, invite my guests because I have new four itineraries on the best ways in Tajikistan, which is n- no any company and uh, was not developing an international standard. This is, this is great. So you mentioned domestic tourism. Um, do you work a lot with um, local Tajik tourists? Is there a lot of interest? Yes, uh, we are working a lot with uh, maybe with a young generation, with a student, with a school, because the adult, the, our big generation, they maybe know more than us. But we are trying to find for them something interesting. We have weekend tours or uh, day tours for special for our domestics uh, who can spend their weekends. In uh, it, it was pandemic was the main um, goals. You know how our people start to understand. So in Tajikistan, we also have very great places. But on the on that case, we are, as you know, I think everywhere just now these things. The, we are mountaineering uh, country, and of course, we use too much car. This is very safety here. Sometimes our trip, maybe just only car, will come like a ticket from Tajikistan to Dubai, and then round trip. Of course, some of uh, our uh, People don't like to spend too much money to see their own history. Of course, they like to uh, visit Antalya or Dubai. But we are just uh, working on it. Mm-hmm. We're trying to find for them so they were not uh, thinking. So this is this ordinary program. Always, uh, I preparing more than 60 day, uh, one day's uh, tours or day off, how I co- call this. And uh, there are also, you can uh, in one day see something uh, after what you can imagine what is Tajikistan are and why you need to visit one more time. We are trying on it. Amazing. Azamat, you have a similar experience in organizing tours for domestic clients. And I've noticed that in the past maybe two, three years, a number of companies in Kyrgyzstan started offering this one day or two day hiking trips to the mountains. Um, are you seeing this interest on the right? And is affordability also an issue like in Tajikistan? Uh, actually, yes. So 
after I graduated uh, from school, I moved to Bishkek. And I actually, at that time, even 2016, I noticed that there, there were some uh, travel companies organizing tours to Alarja, to Lissakul for one, two days trips. And what uh, the real boost for the uh, inside travel in Kyrgyzstan was, I guess, Instagram and TikTok. Because, you know, uh, you some people see uh, on Instagram, on TikTok, amazing videos of at the very beautiful places. And they say, oh, okay, and they think, okay, I want such video. I want to visit this place. And they, they start looking for local travel um, organizing companies like or, or Ketik mostly, or Ulush Travel. Uh, in Osh, we have Ketik Osh and um, Osh Trips. And uh, I think, yeah, they mostly, they, they want to travel not because it's cool, but because they want to have uh, really nice memories. They want to have more photos. And yeah, and I think it's a, an amazing opportunity for not only for business, but for our citizens too who are traveling because uh, it's a really nice contribution to their experience to their knowledge of their own country and uh, it will it will be developing for, for sure i can see the tendency here and there are so many new places there are so many undiscovered places for them and yeah like uh, like in I, I i reckon that in in future one to three years like it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be uh boosting again and uh, but however like you know and however like uh, as i speak to uh, travel companies they say you know yeah like you can uh, you can organize tours for locals but uh, local prefer other things other than foreign uh, visitors because most if a foreign visitor wants to go to the mountain uh, mostly our local uh, tourists they prefer just to hike a bit and, and have the shashlik the, to organize a picnic, you know. It's mostly about having a fun, not discovering the place. But anyway, it's a very, uh, it's a very nice uh, tendency for our economy and also for our citizens' um, knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. uh, before we continue, so just a quick reminder that if you'd like to ask a question or share your opinion on the subject that we're discussing today, you can indicate that you want to speak up by pressing the request button on your mobile app, or you can send a direct message to at RFERL or reply to a tweet pinned in these spaces. Azamad, what do you think are the main obstacles to the development of tourism in Kyrgyzstan? Uh, there are a lot actually, uh, but the main obstacle is uh, right now is that uh, the tickets like from Europe, from uh, America, from Australia, from uh, from east or southeast of Asia is too expensive, too uh, expensive for them, uh, because like uh, comparing to the tickets like the similar countries like or maybe Mongolia or maybe to Dubai or Turkey, like it's, uh, it's better. Like uh, just two days ago, one of the really big shots in tourism, he uh, complained about the tourists, one, one, the group of tourists from Europe, they complained that, that the ticket from like, I don't know, maybe it was Barcelona or Milan, it was very expensive for them and they were going to, uh, to refuse co coming to Kyrgyzstan and like that, uh, travel organizer, he lost his clients and actually he lost his money. So mm. this one is obstacle that uh, we have some problems with uh, very uh, low costers. And another problem is like many tourists, like when they uh, when I meet them, they say, you know, you are the first guy who can speak, who can explain his ideas in English, because 
like uh, tourists coming from Europe and they speak mostly English or their own language and they uh, actually have problems with uh, communication with our local people because because some tourists are backpackers, some uh, tourists they travel with the tour guide, with the, with the travel company, you know, sometimes they have a guide, sometimes they don't have a guide and uh, they want to communicate, they want to speak, they want to ask questions uh, about local people, you know, but they can't and other people they are a, a bit shy and there's, uh, there's a communication problem actually. And third problem is that um, right now, uh, that our uh, infrastructure problem, like in order to get like to Kelsu, you have to, I mean, you have to spend uh, on, uh, on the road uh, at least eight hours or if you're coming from, uh, I don't know, from Narin or from Pachkor or from Bishkek or even, but if you're coming from Osh, like it's going to take the whole day, you know, and the road is not so good. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, uh, and like another problem is, is that uh, it's a toilet. Like you know, um, in especially in villages, like uh, tourists, they prefer to go to the mountains. And in the mountains, we have villages. In villages, uh, like our local Kyrgyz people, uh, they still don't have an, an inside toilet, and it's kind of really unusual to see for our visitors. And they like they sometimes they mostly they feel uncomfortable when they see that when when they discover that we don't have a shower in villages, you know. But however, it, it will be it will be solved, I believe, mm-hmm. like in future five years at least. And this year, our president he um, he uh, wrote a decree to to fund a tourism support fund. I don't know about it, but however, and they are they are aspiring. They're aspiring to build toilets in like most visited places in Kyrgyzstan by tourists, and uh, I think yeah, this is the main problems. And also uh, yeah, our Umedeje uh, actually mentioned um, that even right now uh, tourism is a very attractive business, but however we don't have uh, real professionals in tourism business. You know, uh, sometimes it's really a huge problem to find a good guide who can who know that area who can speak uh, in English or maybe who can speak in German or French and uh, or you and you sometimes you cannot find a good trustworthy driver you know sometimes because uh, some of them are busy some of them are not in the location some of them they don't have a car maybe they have some problems in their car so like yeah like this mm-hmm. thank you so Umeda we just heard Azamat um, what are the main obstacles to development of tourism in Tajikistan Oh, <clears throat> maybe I will repeat the uh, mad words. Of course, this is, I think, the main problem in Central Asia uh, is uh, this very high uh, price of the ticket. But uh, we are working with Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, Turkmenistan as a combi tours. We have too much com- combi tours, so we help each other. For example, if the group will arrive to Tashkent, of course, they will be more staying in Tashkent or in Kyrgyzstan more than 15, 10 days. And then they will try in a three days to see Tajikistan and then go back. But it's impossible in three days, just only we can show them uh, city tours. I don't know. This is the main problem of all of us, how to come, because uh, we are in very far away. Our segments is Europe, US, uh, Russia Federation, and uh, who is uh, we are providing active tours, eco tours, um, 
tra trekking, so hi hiking, historical. We have more than astronomy tours. So we have different kinds of programs and trying to, but I'm not uh, use TikTok because um, I think to open the history page, it's enough for that person who want to know how the person is living before and how they are doing. I always call our tourism. So if you want to be in the 17th century, so you can come to us because we still have this kind of uh, village, this kind of places, what is not changing. And as a old period, they have very interesting act activity there you know we promote this one but of course and uh, the next is our main problem is marketing you know our marketing is very uh weak we are trying uh we are um, participating in different 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 kinds of uh, trainings to uh teach uh, to learn our and uh, our company is very close working with the community based community based i think this is the main with whom we should be very very uh, with attention because they do half of our work and uh, of course through our tourists it's very help to our mountaineering regions to create new jobs you know we are very close working with them homestays, trying to teach them from our experience. And of course, it will be for our uh, reputation is also good because uh, the tourists cannot uh, see and we cannot to show them only our best places. And uh, I think the ticket, uh, when ticket will be maybe a low price, our tourists would like to move visit us and but for protect nature we also should uh, take care about uh, our nature because to um, uh, to invite too much people we also trying to lost our um, beauty of the nature and of course ec ecology but for covid just now i'm very I i'm waiting you know so the for covid our much programs is uh, going only in open space so it's very safety for the tourists and here you can uh, have fun uh, time here because uh, if you will visit Tajikistan in summertime uh, you can find four seasons in a time so for example in Dushanbe in a capital it will be very hot when we will try to uh, drive to the mountaineering there you always you are wearing hot coat because and also you can in our glaciers meet the snow so it's very amazing but uh, of course I think the problem we should uh, uh, work on on them uh, of course the ticket price we cannot do it by ourselves we need uh, government support and marketing also need a uh, huge um, money to promote. We have million kinds, so in four hour region, you can find the different from each other ethnography, historical. You can by only yeah. dressing. Yeah. Yes. So, um, speaking of promotion and marketing, um, how you said that your business doesn't use social media, right? So how do you imagine Tajikistan should be promoted? 
No, just now I, we are thinking about to promote through social media, but because we are trying to visit million kinds of uh, tourism fairs, we are doing, but it's very slowly grown up, you know. And just now we are working with Instagram, with Facebook, but not TikTok. Just now, today you helped me open Twitter because I don't use it, this one. And uh, promote, we are always trying through our diplomatic uh, offices in the different countries. And of course, the main question is to get visa for our tour operators so they can uh, travel and they can promote, advertise our uh, sites. So it's neat uh, to be in touch with all. I think the tourism it's all about that nationality and diplomatics and government sector and private sector. They should work together. And mm -hmm. the main, the main uh, goal, the main goal, just only promote. But here, I think more travel of uh, tour operators, more hardworking than because we should to show them in a, another. Uh, development countries, how it's working. Just now, maybe half our people don't use social media, you know? And you are not uh, be surprised on it because always, right, like in Soviet Union, this all, all by letter, sent, and just just now yes. it's open, you know? Just now thank we're you. trying to do um, Thank you. Azamat, um... How do you think Kyrgyzstan should be promoted to foreign visitors? What should be the unique selling point? Uh, this is a very good question. Uh, actually, I don't know about Tajikistan, but uh, in Kyrgyzstan, uh, by uh, in in the, in terms of promoting Kyrgyzstan, we have we are really good at it because we have uh, really cool guys, bloggers, who like with their drones and cameras. They uh, take pictures, they record videos, you know, and they publish them on Instagram. And it actually reaches more than 100,000 views, you know, each time. And I think Instagram is the best place and, and, and also TikTok. It's the uh, uh, best social media apps for promoting Kyrgyzstan and like uh, guys who are passionate about like going to see new places and uh, tell about to their subscribers, you know, it's amazing. And uh, most people, like, they, uh, it uh, actually motivates them to travel to those places and discover and to see, like, you know, to, uh, to put more lists, uh, to put more destinations in their bucket list. But, however, uh, Instagram, Instagram, you can, it's like, you know, you also watch videos about Italy, but it doesn't mean that you will go to Italy immediately. Yeah, we have more serious uh, promotion um, projects. Uh, like, well, I have one idea about actually promoting Kyrgyzstan is uh, like to invite some Hollywood uh, company and let them give them a really cool location uh, according to their, to their script and, you know, and say like it's Kyrgyzstan, like, you know. Uh, I know that some uh, tourists, they, they, they admire some uh, film directors and they want to to visit the places where the film was shot, you know, it's also one way. And second way is like, uh, like it's the example of the world uh, nom nomad nomads games, you know, it has, you know, before, uh, before this event, actually, the numbers of, of tourists coming to Kyrgyzstan was 
was a bit low, but after this event um, went away, like after this event passed, and like you know, the number of uh, tourists tourists increased immediately, and it was a really uh, good example of how to promote Kyrgyzstan. We definitely must uh, do and organize uh, such events more in future, and. Uh, I don't know, like, you know, mostly I get my tourism, tourists from Instagram. I think it's Instagram is the best, actually, uh, option to invite tourists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have any recommendations for, like, hidden gems um, in Kyrgyzstan that you would recommend to visit? Uh, yeah, like, if we talk about uh, overall Kyrgyzstan, I think Chatkal Woli, uh, which is located in Jalalbat region, is one of the most uh, unspoiled and undiscovered places uh, right now. And the uh, sceneries, the mountains, the forests, the rivers are really fascinating there. Like, I, I know some guides who are working uh, in those areas. And, like, uh, by watching their photos and videos on Instagram, you know, I, I immediately wanted to go there to Chatkal, Wally. And I should also uh, mention uh, Asian Patagonia. Uh, the original name is Kerevshin Gorge. Uh, which is located in Batken region. Uh, actually, it's very it's very popular among Alpinist uh, mountain climbers, who goes at least 200 or 300 Alpinist each summer. They go there. Right now, they're climbing really uh, high mountains, uh, probably more than 5,000 meters above sea level. And uh, the scenery it looks like Patagonia, real Patagonia, which is located in Argentina. And the mountains are really fascinating. Like uh, you, like it's it's a total different planet, you know. And the third probably place I would recommend to visit is uh, my um, homeland, my uh, Alai Wali, Alai Mountains, especially my village. And uh, like yeah, when you say about Alai Mountains to tour to any tourists, they they say, yeah, actually I'm going there. I want to go. I want to visit uh, the Peak of Lenin Base Camp or the nearby Tupac Crow Lake, yeah, they're fascinating. But at the same time, along the way, along uh, uh, as you ride the Pamir Highway, you can visit, you can stop, you know, in my village, you can stop in place which is called Uchtaba to see and even swim in the lake, which we call Gejigekol, or some local tourists, they invented the name Emerald Lake, because the color of this water is emerald. It's uh, absolutely fascinating green. And uh, like four or five days ago, I went there with with uh, tourists, and we swam, and the water was wonderful. And yeah, and uh, and my village is actually called by tourists uh, Switzerland in Kyrgyzstan, because the shape of the mountains, you know, mountains are white rocks. And uh, some one tourist said to me like it reminded me Caucasus and Italian Alps, and like it was a very uh, uh, fascinating, you know, just to hear that your village uh, is compared, like it, it looks like Italy or Switzerland, yeah. So yeah, that's, first, that's a great yeah, first, compliment. Yeah, yeah, totally. And first is Chatkal, second is Batken, Asian Patagonia, and third, Alai Woli, Murdash, and Ishtaba villages. Okay, great. I'll make sure to write everything down. Um, Umeda, is there a place or places that you could recommend? For everyone yes, of, to visit. Yes, of course. You know, uh, our mountains is very young and old walls. So I'm talking just now about Pamir Highway. We have special 
city, which is uh, in 4,200 about sea level, where in the time of the Great Silk Road, they're leaving the silver miners. And still now, when you um, will hike to there, and uh, you will see how the people before leave. And one thing is interesting, how the another um, nationality, another uh, country, they are coming with a camel to buy silver from Pamir and then go. So, and the famous places, um, we have the home museum of, of Muburaki Vahoni. Also, we mentioned him, Leonardo da Vinci from the Yang. Yang, this is village in Pamir. And of course, the, we have uh, the coldest, coldest river, uh, river in Pamir. It's named the Bulun Kul. This is no, in summer, in winter, you will find just only freeze. And there inside is leaf fish. And it's the amazing to travel and of course the famous road m41 so this is the main uh valleys we have their bartang vahan valleys they are very famous and of course by step of great games great games this is play games between russia and uh, uh, great britain imperial how to divide uh tajikistan and how afghanistan is come out you know there's very uh, cool places for visiting and listening to uh, of the history, how it was in those times and how uh, the people is living in the mountaineering uh, regions. And um, of course, to introduction with their kitchen, they have very interesting kind of food, which is very healthy and very ecological. Of course, Amazing. I can con continue it until tomorrow, which yes. I can recommend I'm for you. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah but every, so main, everyone must book the, a yeah. trip one to Tajikistan. One thing let me add, we have one place for special alpine liker. It's named in my language, Zamin Karor. It's mean land is not moving. There we have one mountains in Ma Maghrib region. When everywhere... Hard, uh, earthquake is happened. Why okay. the Alpine, Alpine people is like this mountain never as magic. It's don't moving, you know, and it's need to 10 days by trekking there. But it's fantastic. You will go. They cannot understand our civilization. So they didn't see maybe how to take bath. They still mm -hmm. now from the glacier have water. And we have interesting tour package. The tourists like to stay for two, three nights and see how the, our people is living there without shop, without supermarkets, without uh, huge uh, kinds of uh, cars, you know. That till now, mm -hmm. donkey is doing work, lady is cooking, and you will see and you will uh, feel yourself as a year come back to this great Silk Road times. It's very fantastic. Fantastic. Year. Thank now, you so much. Uh, we don't have much time left, but we have some time for a question, uh, to take a question from a listener now. Um, we can bring him in. Um, I believe it's Kovshai Israel. 
Hello, do we have a listener with a question? Hi. Who requested? Yes, uh, good afternoon. Yeah, my name is Kuchi. I'm from uh, originally from Pakistan and I'm here in Dubai. My question is about the as is about the tourism in Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan, especially this summer, like we have plans and we have tourism coming here. And uh, mostly to travel to people are going these days to uh, to many countries like Azerbaijan. I have seen a lot of Turkey uh, and also to Baku, uh, sorry, Georgia. If you can tell me some places here in Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan, we can also prefer uh, the year to, to start uh, the trips over to take the tourists over there to these areas. Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you, your question is um, for recommendations. Um, so our speakers just gave us a bunch of amazing tips uh, on places to yes, visit. Yes, I think I was late. I joined it very late, and I couldn't. If you can, uh, yes. I, if you want, I will. I will send my email. You guys, you can share with me the details. Yes, you 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 can listen to the recording of this talk. Yeah, it is recorded. That then, is then going will, to be available. Yeah, I will, I will yes. Listen. Thank you very much Thank for you. your question and thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving me a mic. <laughs> thanks to our guests and listeners for joining this Twitter Space today uh, and to RFRL for hosting it. Um, don't miss a new episode next Thursday. Please help us improve this series by sending your suggestions or ideas for topics you'd like to hear about. You can DM me or at RVRL. Have a great day.